power through the Alaska Airlines studio. On Seattle Sports. Oh, what a huge you are, man. It doesn't really work that way, Sherm. This is a show that has my name on it. It kind of does, though. Brought to you by Carter Volkswagen in Ballard. Now, here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Salk. Hello! All right, I will admit I'm a little nervous about these next nine minutes. Moore put together a great buy or sell uh, for us today. It's a special Mariner at the break version of buy or sell. But usually Mora reads us these questions. And over the course of the last two hours, after Justin gave her some allergy medication that apparently was not non-drowsy, Mora's not quite herself. Mm-hmm. So, what are you talking about? Well, you've barely spoken. You've essentially nodded off a few times during the right. show. So right. I am a little nervous about how this goes and whether you're going to slur it's your words and we can even week. understand you. So I mean, struggled between Brazil and Marysville. It's close. I mean, I see the Amazon runs through both of them. I totally I get it. Right, Brazil. I wrote basil. <laughs> basil and Marysville. I don't get know it. that that's really helping it. your cause. I thought it was some talent I didn't know. Justin knows all the cities uh, here. I don't. Brazil right. probably would have been a better right. thing to have guessed. At least that's a real place. I thought he lived in Basil, Washington. Basil, Washington. Mm-hmm. Call Pride more. See if there's a basil that we don't know about. Him or Egan. One of them would know. All right. Maura, uh, I hesitate to do this, but buy or sell. Let's see what we got today. We got the music. That's a good start. I got everything. In the ground, we're on it. All right, so these are buyer cells of things that happen the first half of the Mariner season. You're and you're you're either gonna buy or sell that this person finishes the season where they're at right now. Okay. So Teoscar Hernandez leads the Mariners in home runs right now with 15. Buy or sell that that's where he finishes the season. With as the leader in home yeah. runs. Where's Julio at right now? 13. Do your math. That's really not a math question. It's an information <laughs> question. And times 13 by 1.8, and you're going to get to his total on the year. Come on. Like, do you even love sports? What are you talking about? What, what is happening here? I don't know. Get sidetracked by yourself. What is just happening? A sell. I'm selling. It's going to be Julio. Second row. She's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Gosh, I love this segment. Well, Brock's not asleep. Yeah. I'm going to sell it also. I'm I'm going to go with Julio, but I'm going to so, sell it in a much in calmer way. Boring. Julio boring. hits more than two home runs more than he does over the course of the second half. Okay. Yeah. J.P. Crawford currently leaves the Mariners and walks. I also know Julio's still going to be a Mariner the entire second half. I'm not entirely oh. sure Teos oh. Hernandez is going to be here oh. by the end of this Whoa. year. Whoa, like that's that. a good take. Twist. Where was that during the trade conversations? <laughs> All right. J.P. Crawford currently leads the Mariners in walks loose on a with Friday. 50. He leads uh-huh. by quite a bit. Yep. Fire cell, but that's where he finished. Did you say 50 or 15? What does he got? 50. 50 walks. 50 walks. He, I'm buying that. I'm buying that. He's going to lead this team of walks. He's got the best eye on this team. He's going to continue to hit leadoff. Don't see some of maybe the possible acquisitions being a leadoff guy. So he's going to get the most of bats, and I trust his eye the most. Any guesses who's second on this team in walks? Kelnick. Uh, Kelnick's third, third? with 32. Mm, Ty. No. That hit-by-pitch doesn't count, no, right? No, Ty France only has 19 walks this if year. If you counted the 14 hit-by-pitch, she's up there. That would help, but he only yeah. has 19 walks. No, Eugenio Suarez, Suarez 39 walks yeah, Suarez. on the year this year. Yeah, I'm going to buy that for sure. Of course, yes, JP definitely finishes the year tops and walks. 
These are too easy, Maura. Come on, Maura. Make well, this challenge us. <laughs> All right. George Kirby is tied for the ML. This isn't just Mariners. The MLB lead in quality starts with 14. Wow. Buy or sell, he ends up with the most in MLB. The most quality starts. In all of MLB? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm selling that. Oh, lady in the second, second row. row. She's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know. Yeah. She's got ruby red lips, bone hair, blue eyes. I'm about to be Every my time. heart goodbye. Selling that. You just mute that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy this. Why not? What? What? In, in what way has he shown you that he's not capable of continuing to throw? Second half of starts? last season still resonates with me a little bit. Remember, he slowed a little bit. Found his final gears at the end. He's still a young guy. He's still going to be He's going to be pushing 200 innings. Yeah, I just think that there might be a hiccup or two. That's it. That's a hiccup it. or two wouldn't necessarily be a problem. What to he needs the, is But to lead all the league, it would be a problem. I don't know. There he's still going to be awesome. I'm going to say George Kirby does that. I'm going to say he is the league leader in quality wow. starts when it's all said and done. Bye. <laughs> all right. Shut up. Mike Ford. Sell. Uh, service said their, their Sell. own Babe Ruth has the highest Sell. OPS. 944. Buy or sell that Mike Ford ends the year with the best, the OPS. best OPS on this team? Yes. Oh, sell. Buy. <laughs> so buy that. In the back road. Rock, you're buying? No. <laughs> no, too late. You no. bought it. No, oh, returns. no it. returns. No returns. No returns. Yeah, you've already bought it. You're, you've hitched your wagon to Mike Ford. This isn't Costco or Nordstrom. Now, what happens if they acquire somebody else and Mike Ford gets DFA'd and isn't on the team anymore? Does he get to retain his non-qualifying number? No, no. Okay. I, you know, I think, I think Angie talked about his toe tap. He's found this little toe tap that's yes. really helped his timing. What if that toe tap has changed his career? His so? OPS is what nine forty four. You realize that his OPS is more than double Colton Wong's? <laughs> Colton Wong's OPS is 458. Wow. His OPS is more than double. Do, do, does, it, does it also correspond to having a quality DH with what they did the last month? It has helped. Absolutely. It's helped. Of course, yeah. I mean, you found somebody else who can hit over the course of that month. Of course it's helped. I don't think he's going to. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to fall off the cliff. He's not going to do this. He's not going to sustain this. But why does he have to just fall off the cliff? Because he's always done that in the past? Because he's always had these stretches in the past? Because he's 30 years old, and it's rare for a 30-year-old to all of a sudden figure it out at the major league I know level Ty's not for longer 30. than a month. I know Ty's not 30, but Ty needed this opportunity. He needed these extended But he was reps. 26. I understand. There's a big difference between 26 and 30. I understand. Are we, are you, okay. yeah, we're I'm done. done. <laughs> yeah, we're done. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> all right. Are you I've done, got, Maura? I've got one more for you, and then Justin has one. Okay. Luis Castillo. Do I get Con Air? Do I get any Con Air sound? Any, oh anything gosh. at all? I'm down with oh, the Con Air. Jeez. It's Con Air day. Would you tone it down? No. Luis Castillo currently has the best ERA among the starting rotation with a 2.85. Buy or sell that he has the best ERA at the end of the season. Mm. I got to buy that. I got to buy that. Because if the Mariners are going to do this and they're going to get close to 90 wins and they're going to chase down these guys, which is the hope that I want to have, that he's got to be right at the front and center of it. So I'm, I've got to buy that. Have you looked at the ERAs of their starting rotation? I have. They're just like Kirby's, what, 3.1? So let me read. Uh, they're interesting. So Logan came down like 3.56 with one run. And, yeah, Mike, I do my stuff, okay? I know my math. Well, I actually have them in front of me, and that's not Good. math. Uh, let me put on the readers. Luis, 285. Uh-huh. Number two is George Kirby, 3.09. Yep. Number three, 
It's Logan. It's Brian Wu. Mm. He doesn't have enough innings. Okay, qualified qualified. innings. What are we doing? It's Brian Wu at 3.63. Logan just behind him, 3.66. And then Bryce Miller, 3.97. You know what kind of stands out when you're looking at those? Marco Gonzalez is 5.22. Yes. But yeah, I mean. You know what else stands out? Logan's is what? 3.66. And yet his whip is 0.98 second in all of baseball. Crazy. Yeah, it is pretty nuts. Uh, I'm still going to take Luis Castillo and the under on. on I think you'll have a better first, second half than first. Can you tell me why Logan's not penciled in right now for Sunday? It's Luis and it's George. Why wouldn't you? Any idea why that, that that's not been put out yet? I don't. Okay. I don't have a clue. All right. Try to figure that out. Maybe time. they want him to match up against Minnesota. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Maybe they're waiting to see what's going on with Bryce Miller and, and whether or not his finger's going to be okay mm-hmm. and what all of that looks like. Gotcha. And they want to set up Miller and or Wu for success. Okay, in the go right ahead. Spots. You got one more, Justin. Let's go quickly. And buy or sell in the top five action movies of the 90s. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I have the only gun on board. Bye. Welcome to Con Air. <laughs> Welcome to Con Air. <laughs> top five action movies of the 90s? The 90s. I'm going to have to think about can we? Can I think about that during the break and see if I can give you an answer it's as please. to whether that's in the top please five? Please My gut tells me it is, yeah. but I would like to spend a couple minutes thinking about action movies in the 90s before I give you a straight answer on that. Great. Thanks. Was Die Hard 80s? 80s. 1988. Yeah. Thanks. Terminator 2 is going to be probably number one on that list of action movies in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to let me give me a minute. Let me think about it a little bit. And after need to know, I'll give you a definitive top five and see whether or not Con Air is in it. We'll give you everything you need to know next. Brock and Salk, Sales Sports on 710. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. It's been fun talking baseball with the All-Star Game here over the course of the last week. But you know what's going to be even better than that? Watching baseball. Baseball that counts as the Mariners return to action tonight against Detroit. You mentioned Luis Castillo has the best ERA on the team, Mora, and he will get the start tonight. They got a great big-time homestand here. Detroit, Minnesota, Toronto, and they got some work to do, according to John Morosi. Do not be surprised if he buys and sells, meaning... He flips to Oscar, maybe gets some Not more pitching back, for at, and then packages all. some stuff together. Hold on a second. Let me play you what I was. Jeez. You know, focus. If I could explain to you what happened. See, you, you know what? I'm not even going to try to explain it. Let me no, just play you some Gary Hill sound. Thanks. They're going to have to play really well, no matter how you slice it, whether it's going to take 90, 91, 92, whatever that final number is going to be. I think they're capable of doing that. I think they have the talent to do it. I think in the last month, we've seen that they have the ability to do it, but they're going to have to play really well for a long stretch. And in fact, I think this 10-game stretch right out of the gates is a huge 10-game stretch for the Mariners. That's what I was looking for. Thanks. Are you on allergy meds too? Did you take a couple shots? You know what? I like it. I, there's yes. a good reason that no one else wants to hear about. So okay, just great. understand there's a good reason. I'm not going to bother Friday explaining it. Friday at the end it. of All Star Week. Yep. We're no. done. We're, we're, this show's terrible, by the way. We are a complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> All four of us are a disaster. No. Brock, you referred to Antonio Brown as Antonio Tony Bryant, Bryant earlier. Yeah. Like, we're a disaster today. 45 and 28. That's the kind of baseball you've got to play in the second half. 45 and 28. That gets you to 90 wins. Uh, that that's the that's where you have been the last two seasons. One of them resulted in a playoff run last season. 
In order to do that, it's pretty darn simple. Score four runs. Scott talked about this with Bob and Wyman over at the All-Star game that day when they had him on. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, offensive consistency, offensive continuity. Just just our pitching is there. It's good enough. And when they have scored four runs, well, they have been the best team in baseball. Go out and find a way consistently to score four runs. Start it tonight, and you'll start to claw away at that 45 and 28. You need to be in the second half. Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, also, you're going to get the trade deadline in there, and the Mariners still have work to do to improve this roster. Jerry Depoto says they're absolutely trying to. Our plan, and the way it has been for years, has always been find ways to get better. And, you know, we tend to think longer term than short. Now, even the, the Luis Castillo acquisition at the trade deadline last year, we weren't looking at it as this is the boost that gets us you know, to the postseason, it's this is the boost that brings an ace to town, and we're going to see if we can lock him up for a while. So, you know, we'll continue to look at at the market. Likely, more players that that have a chance to move forward with us than than what you would call short term, you know, or rental types. I think that's exactly what I want him to be focused on, Brock. Trying to bring back more cornerstone pieces, if possible. Yeah, Jason Churchill, I think, tweeted yesterday: "You have to buy. You, in some capacity, you have to be a buyer." If that also means you sell along the way, that's fine. But there has to be some buying components. And I think other than Julio and George, everything's on the table. What you have coming in some of the waves of your young bats, and they're still a year or two away, but you've got some waves of bats. Your your waves of arms has hit. It is on the shore. It's impressive. It's desirable by many out there. I would love, you know what I'd love? I'd love one of those moves. It's like, wow, that is, (laughs) that's aggressive. Because if you can't be there in free agency in an offseason, right, if the trade market in the offseason is also a bit stale, well, here's 20 teams out of 30 that feel that they're a part of this thing. And, and man, over the next couple weeks, you give me a wowser, you give me an aggressive, you give me a go-for-a move, sign me up. Well, and whether or not Shohei Otani is a part of that, we'll wait and find out. Depoto did say he enjoyed the fans chanting his name. I thought it was pretty cool, actually. And, and, and again, just like we talked about with Julio, there's whether whether it's some form of adoration. It's a it had to feel good if you were Shohei Otani to realize that you know a, a rival club. You know that the fan base would react that way. And you know it's a, he's a special player having a special year. And I thought it was really cool that our fans showed him that type of adoration because you know it was clearly not you know it, those were thoughts not being expressed by greater Major League Baseball fans who flew into Seattle. Those were Mariner fans, and it was pretty cool. Those were Mariner fans that want him here. Yeah, and as you said, man, that is the best kind of stuff. That's organic. Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was, was real. It was so real, and, and there's no question, there's no downside. And it left a mark with Mr. Otani as he left town. Here's the third thing you need to know. Last thing I'll let you know, Major League Baseball releasing its schedule yesterday. Opening day will be March 28th against the Red Sox. Then we'll have Cleveland in town after that. And they'll finish up the year against the A's. That is everything you need to know. And we do that quarter past every hour. Let me also remind you, Seattle Sports has your chance to win four 
Yes, four tickets to Seahawks training camp on July 30th. Plus, the Seahawks are going to throw in four $50 gift cards for the Seahawks Pro Shop. How about that? That's right. 2023 Seahawks training camp right around the corner. Registration's still open. You can learn more at seattlesports.com slash win. I'm going to guess that's going to be a little harder to get into than last year now that the quarterback situation is a little bit more set. All right. You asked me, Brock, whether or not... Uh, the Rock was a top five action movie of the oh 90s. Gosh, no, I asked you Con dude. Air. I'm sorry, the, uh, Con Air. Salk. I meant Con you guys Air. are singling me out. Sorry, Your Con Air. This is bad. Sorry. <laughs> Two Nicolas Cage movies, Con Air. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I did, I did a little thinking, and I, before I answer it, I need to know whether you include two movies as action movies in the 90s. Okay. Do you include in the line of fire Clint Eastwood protecting the president? <sighs> Is that an action movie is or is it sort of a psychological? That's, that's more thriller. Okay, so you want me to take that one out? Yeah. Yep. All right, that helps its cause because I had that at number four that's or five. Thriller depending. drama. Okay, so I would agree. I tend to think that doesn't belong. The John Malkovich okay. role, though. Yeah. It's tremendous. So Great good. movie. I so love good. the movie, but I don't yep. know if I truly call it an action movie. Okay. The other one that I don't know if it counts is The Matrix. Clearly, it is an action movie technically in the 90s. But it's 1999. It doesn't have the same feel as a quote unquote action, a 90s action movie. Do you include The Matrix? I'm going to say 99 turned into 2000, and that was the start of a whole new genre. Right. It's a, it's, it's a different genre. The Matrix it was, was a different pivot ge- moment. Okay, so you want to take moment. it out? Yeah. All right. If you take that out and you take out In the Line of Fire, yeah. I have Con Air at number five. Yeah. It did make it. Behind oh. In Order. Terminator 2 at number one. Independence Day at number two. Justin, you left it out, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. The Rock at number three. I think that's the better Nicolas Cage movie from that time. It has Sean Connery in it. Sorry, buddy. John Malkovich's in it. And I've got got Total Recall just ahead of it. Disrespect of Point Break is noted. Yeah, so others uh, receiving votes. Speed. The Fugitive. Patriot Games, mm. Mission Impossible, mm. Men in Black. I said T2 is okay, number good, one. Good, good, yeah. good, good. Okay. Uh, Men in Black. I mean, like, there's some others receiving votes. I have it at number five, Brock. Good ranking. I mean, that's a good ranking. There's what no about, question about it. What about Air Force One? I thought about Air Force One. God, it's amazing. Harrison Ford had a hell of a decade, <laughs> he a really didn't he? Good run. He, did. he really did have a good run in the 90s <laughs> yeah. when you start counting that out. Him hey, and Will we, Smith. Are we opening up phone lines again? We are. Yeah, We're doing open a lines. double? Yeah, twice in one day. First time ever. Dude, we're throwing out all the rules. We don't care. It's Friday. It's All-Star Week. We drugged. really just don't care. More, yeah, more is dead <laughs> to us. More is fast asleep, passed out on the floor in the other room. So uh, open phone lines, 866-979-3776. You want to talk Mariners before the deadline? And whatever you do, tell Maura you're from a great funky town. <laughs> you want to talk like you're from Faithful funky Washington. town? Look it up. Uh, yes. <laughs> Won't you take me to? Uh, if you want to talk 90s action movies, uh-huh. if you've got a take on the Seahawks heading into training camp, okay. if you you want to talk about the Pac-12. You want mm. to talk about Otani. Mm. We'll take calls on anything, but the phone lines are open. 866-979-3776. You control the show for the next 15. It's Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710, seattlesports.com. You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Oh, it's a good day for some fellow cootie. If anybody's getting out to the golf course later today, throw this on your cart. Throw a little fellow cootie on. See if it gets that vibe that you were looking for, Brock. Yeah. You know what's the opposite of fellow cootie? What? 
Buddy of mine texted me in. Saving Private Ryan. Okay, but that's not an action movie. What? No. First 30 minutes? Nah, it's not an action movie. Oh, come That on. is not a 90s action movie. It's a completely different category. I mean, it's a war movie, obviously, but mm. I would not put that in a, as an action movie. I'm sorry. I would not put that in the... It's too serious. Okay. Those movies all have okay. some... Okay. some. All right. It's a completely different vibe. Let's see the open phone lines. 866-979-3776. Tell your buddy I don't know what he's talking about. Let's oh. go with Mike in the 509. Mike, get us started. What's going on? Hey guys, first time caller. Um, so actually, I'm, I'm curious about one particular player that the Mariners might be able to go after. What's the story with Chris Bryant currently? Because the, the Rockies don't mm. seem like they're actually going to be able to do much on the season. They seem like they might be in cell mode. Yeah. The story on Chris Bryant is, and there was some clamoring for him, maybe by one boy Howdy last offseason or two off seasons ago. Chris Bryan has had a very problematic back injury that has greatly limited any of his availability. He's been one of the biggest waste of dollars uh, for the Rockies, uh, an organization that is that is hated, frankly, by their fans because they don't spend, they don't commit, and then they ultimately spend on Chris Bryan, and he's just been absolutely yeah, in two years, beleaguered with injuries. He's played in about 100 games, uh, and this year he's played in 58, so it's not nothing. But he's hitting 260. It's kind of a hollow 260. He's got six home runs in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a guy you really want to be spending a whole bunch on. Oh, and by the way, it'd be for five more seasons after this one at big money. I don't know, man. I, I got to tell you, I like your thinking, trying to think outside the yep. box as a foundational piece that would be sort of long term. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't think Chris Bryant's that guy. Mm-hmm. All right, Brock, you and I agree. Let's go to Ryan, who's on I-5. What's going on, Ryan? Good morning. Hey, Brock and Salt. Uh, just checking to see if you guys think that we need an extra bat to hit that uh, 45 and 28 mark in the second half. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Jerry go out and get a hard-hitting, rangy, uh, just a gamer out there in right, right field. Ryan, I would, I would say to answer your question, is water wet? Is the Pope Catholic? Does a one-legged duck swim in a circle? Uh, yes, yes, to all of those. They need another bat. They need more offense. I don't think there's any question now to Jerry's discussion point with us yesterday. That's not a short-term rental. When when they look, and, and, and they were wrong on Abraham Toro, right? Their metrics people said Abraham Toro can be a difference maker. They love some of the numbers behind the scenes. He was supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of a long-term answer as a young bat that was going to emerge. You know, so that that was a swing and a miss, pun intended in that way. But that's those, those are the guys they're looking for. They're not looking for thirty somethings. They're looking for twenty somethings. And is there a twenty something, Mike, with these organizations? And I think of a Baltimore that has so much coming up, waves of players coming up. Those systems that have really rich farm systems. Do they have a player at the major league level? I don't want one of those bats. I don't want one of those that hasn't had any major league seasoning. But those clubs that have rich farm systems have a lot of young bats coming. Do they have a major league available bat? Right? Is there Ian Happ with the Cubs? Right? How rich is the Cubs farm system? Do they have enough? Well, Ian Happ is a totally different conversation than Chris Bryant. Uh, yes, it is. Right. I mean, like if you want to if you want to talk about I guess Bryant's now not with the Cubs, but you get my point. Like if, if you want to have that conversation, 
Oh, I'll, I'll talk Ian Happ with you. Like yep. that, that's the kind of move that I think you make to try to, you know, change who you are moving forward. He's that kind of a player. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I feel that way at this point about Chris Bryant, but Ian mm-hmm. Happ. Yeah. How I mean, old I is he in half? You got he, his numbers up yeah, there? Yeah, I do, actually. He is... Uh, where is it? Mm-hmm. Ian Happ? Yeah, he 28. 28. Yeah. 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 That's wheelhouse. I mean, that's that's control. That's some years. That's some prime ahead of him. That's a guy that's... He's not having a great year. It's not a bad year. It's like a, a good year. I mean, like, it's not incredible. He's just a little bit better than league average. He's got a 763 OPS. He's got just seven home runs. I mean, like, he's not having an incredible year, but I think that's a good player, and if you pour to add him to your lineup and get... I think that, that there's second, some value there. Se- 763 OPS? Yeah. Would that be second on your roster? Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he wouldn't help, but yeah. he's not, like, having a dominant kind of a year, and maybe that helps the value. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's the kind of player that I think you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 866-979-3776. Let me go to Scott, who's in Arlington. What's up, Scott? Good morning. Uh, good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Great. Great. So good. Good. I love the Mariners. Been a fan, uh, you know, since I was eight. But I'm, I'm here to talk about your 90s movies, dude. Um, yep. True Lies. <sighs> you left off True Lies. No, I didn't. Top three. Oh, no, I didn't. Good. You that's didn't? Good. Nope. Oh, that's real good. Because we were doing the best action movies of the 90s. <laughs> not the movies that, what? like, yeah. Not the movies that ended Arnold Schwarzenegger's great run of movies. We were doing the best action movies of the whoa, 90s. So, no, whoa, I didn't get True Lies whoa, in there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. True Lies is one of the best action movies of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, false. What else you got? <laughs> I love Independence Day. Solid. T2, great. Uh but I, I missed the honorable mention, so I'm hoping you had Bad Boys and maybe the last Boy Scout and Demolition Man. All right, I didn't have the I didn't have Bad Boys and I didn't have Demol. I don't think I've ever seen Demolition Man, so that's on me, dude. I I, I grew up in a Christian school, so I I lived uh, ex- you know, very secluded. So I lived through the '90s movies, man. I'm passionate about them. I here's love the it. thing, man. Here, here's the thing. We're gonna disagree right. on. We're gonna disagree strongly on the last action hero. You might be right about know, bad boys. Boy Scout. Gosh. Hold on, okay. bad boys probably needed to be a a uh, honorable, an honorable mention. mention. Sorry about that. I've yeah, never seen I Demolition Man. I, I don't know what to tell you. The biggest miss on my list is the Last Boy Scout, which is might be my favorite movie from that era. So I'm sorry, I missed that one. Okay. I like Prince. All right, next 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 '90s uh, um, rate uh, erotic thrillers. Uh, all right. There's a lot of them. Wow. wow. Okay. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, pal. Basic Instinct. You got uh, Sliver. You got uh, Malice. You've got... Uh, swordfish one? Uh, password Swordfish. I think that's later. Seven? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could probably swordfish put seven in there. Right. If you want to start like expanding the category, you'd have Raising Cane okay, and California. Next. Yeah, there's a lot of those. 866-979-3776. Let me go to uh, Chris, who's either in Marysville or Brazil, one or the other. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Hey, I just wanted a uh, first time uh, caller, by the way. Love wow. hearing you guys. Uh, I just wanted to share man. this. Yeah, man, I love it. Hey, anyway, so I wanted to share this really cool story about Julio. Uh, so a couple years ago, my dad passed away from cancer uh, pretty quick, uh, and he was a giant Mariners fan. I actually found out recently he went with his brother to the 79 uh, All-Star game at the Kingdom. Wow. Uh, so I wanted to do something to just kind of honor him. So I got this idea from a fan I saw on TV and I just kind of do this 100-day mission, like every day, 
um, on like Instagram showing like my merchandise, some cool stuff I got. So about like day 26, I showed a picture of me with a Geno ball I got from a sports card place. And he responds like, Hey, when are you going to the game next? So I'm like, Oh, July 1st, it'd be my dad's memorial uh, birthday game. Julio so like, responded. Oh, man, let's make it happen. So there's like some radio silence here in between. So get there early and like 30, 45 minutes before the game, he comes out of the dugout and uh, me and Stefan see on a Julio and he comes right over to me, gives me a fist bump. And it's like, uh, Hey man, you know, you got a long journal, whatever. And he signed some stuff for me. So just want to shout out Julio wow. fan for life. Oh, that's pretty wow. cool. Great story. Thanks, man. Wow. That's, that's great, Chris. That's, and, and not that surprising given what we know about Julio. That was sort of the point of my piece yesterday, Brock at mm. seattlesports.com is to say, yeah, this is a, a guy that does seem to have a unique connection with fans above almost anyone else. Chris, you're a first time caller. That's the first time a caller's given me some little goosebumps in a while, man. Wow. That, seriously. Yeah, I know. I'm getting old. I'm 47, and stories like that move me. And they don't move my water internally, they move my goosebumps externally and the hairs on my forearm. And, man, that is, a, that is awesome. Thank you for, seriously, thank you for sharing that story and, and further telling us just the personal side that Julio is willing, mm-hmm. is willing to share with, with those fans, with those people. And it's not just a show, right? We said that earlier in the week. It's not just a show. He, he genuinely loves the people in the fans of the Northwest. And that's a, that's a great anecdote. All Thanks. right, let me keep buzzing through these. I got Joseph, who's in Roy, speaking of shows. Joe, uh, what do you want to say about Shohei? Um, so Shohei Otani is the best of both worlds. He's got a wicked bat and he's, would be our top pitcher. Why does DePoto not give him a blank check right now? Well, he plays for another team. Well, he can't right now. He can't. Do I think that's that the right big now. reason is mm-hmm. is that he plays for another team. You're not allowed. So that'd be tampering, collusion. Yep, can't do that right now. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, okay. good. Okay. Thank cool. you. <laughs> but you want him. Okay, well, we're going to move on from Joseph Joe. That's going gonna to do it for Joe today. Wants him. Yeah, and I, can't I get be- that, Joseph. I can't believe the Mariners are so cheap they won't pay for him in the middle of the season. It's just ridiculous. So what if they do, man? What if they just go all in? And trade for him? Yes. I mean, it'd be fun. I don't think it'd be the right thing to do, but of course, if they do it, it would be incredibly fun. We'd be Greatest into it. Greatest sports radio topic we've ever had. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be pretty Every huge. Every single day evaluating yeah. that and watching that. Man. And oh, it would my be a couple of months gosh. of some real, like, fingernail biting until they finally <laughs> signed him. That's for sure. 866 uh, More Shohei talk with Paul and Renton. What's up, Paul? Hey, uh, Mike, I agree with you. I don't think getting Shohei right now and clearing out your, your system is the right move. I, I'm more focused on the offseason, and I'm curious what your thought is of John Stanton going out and trying to find an additional owner to come in with some money um, into the Mariners organization with a little bit more money and bankroll that we can possibly support a larger account and bring show. I don't think that's the question. Now, I I think there's something adjacent to that, Paul. I don't think the top Mariners owners, John Stanton, Chris Larson, et cetera, they're not hurting for cash. Chris Larson probably Ah. has as much money as anybody would ever need in, in their life. I mean, he is incredibly wealthy. The question that I think is a better one is about some of the minority owners. It's not whether or not John and Chris Larson and a few others would bring in another owner. It's whether or not they would buy out some of the minority owners who might not be able to handle a cash call. Yes. That, that's, I think, a little I bit agree. better question. 
Yeah, I hear that. I think it's also like the conversation similar to the NBA expansion where you bring in more money and it's, with Shohei in town, it's only going to add to theirs. So if you buy them out initially, they're probably still going to be making similar amount of money. Yeah, no, Shohei's a unicorn, man. He brings in money in a way nobody else does, Brock. Yeah, there's no question about it. And I think, uh, Paul, you're well-versed in it. And that is a legitimate question because it would probably, he would be the one, you would say it's not a problem, but you do have to come up with that cash. That does require those owners in a situation like that, more than likely, to come up with some significant funds because the budget would, uh, would, would rise. Now, would they come back? Would they be paid in full? Uh, those those owners, every single one of them right now who got in when they got in has seen an incredible, incredible, I don't know, 10x, 100x growth in the value mm-hmm. from when they bought in if they had to sell that franchise tomorrow. So I think it is an easy sell. And, Paul, I think that's a, a fair point to bring up and probably a conversation we will be having in September and October. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting one. And everything about Shohei just sort of changes the game because of his ability to do two things at once, because of his age, and because of his his connection to the Japanese market, what he can bring back financially. There just aren't other guys in the league that can do it. So, yeah, he's a fascinating question. Good calls today. Just great calls. Really good calls. I'm First sorry we didn't get to calls. more. Gosh, goosebump wait, calls. Goosebump call. We had a screen of Mora. Doing such a good job screening. Seriously, what Justin. happened to the one guy who wants him to sign Shohei today and doesn't understand why Jerry hasn't done that? We're gonna have to deal with him. Well, another that's our guy. buddy and Roy. He didn't know all the rules. Okay, so we educate him. We're good. <laughs> we just gotta work also, on that. Also, Roy's an actual place, right? It is. Yeah. Yes, okay. it's a real place. We ran out of time. Not by Spanaway. But Paul Winacci said he doesn't get the M's on the TV, so he just appreciates catching up every morning with us and listening to our show. So oh. I want to make sure that we say oh, uh, hold on. Thank you. That's very nice. Thank you. You know he's gonna love. Wait, no, no, hold on. Second, stop, Mora. Did you just say you're unfamiliar with the Roy? Why the why? Are you unfamiliar? I'm just the... double checking since you guys haven't heard of Basil. Oh my <laughs> since we haven't heard of a made-up town, you were worried that you hadn't heard of a real town. Okay, I'm not sure it works that way, but I appreciate the thought process, and I think you're just stalling so that we don't have to do ranked. <laughs> Looking for a hard-hitting ranking of some of the best athletes, teams, games, coaches, and moments of all time? Because we are, after all, a sports station? Mm. (laughs) That's not what we do in this segment. But if you're looking for an extremely long list of songs, movie quotes, and dad jokes that Justin and Salk have no idea why they came up with and can't remember if they may have already done this before because most of them all blend together, then you're in the right place. This is Catalog. Brought to you at 9.45 every morning by Carter Volkswagen. All right, well, first of all, that's ridiculous. How dare you? Second of all, we already did one of those rankings today. We ranked 90s action movies. That's pretty good, I think. And we did a pretty good job. To be honest with you, people seem to really, really appreciate that. I thought that was good. You know, there's room for all sorts of different things here more. We're just more accepting than you are. (laughs) What are we ranking today? Easy. That's the first word I think of when I think of you, Salk, is accepting. That's me. I'm very accepting. Thank you. I'm glad to hear you say that. (laughs) On this day in history in 1969, Easy Rider was released, Brock. What? Easy Rider. What year? 1969. Oh, my God. Remember that year? No. No? (laughs) Preceded my birth by seven, but wow. Would you like to hear some uh, Easy's ranked? Here are some honorable mentions, like your guy, Phil Collins. Is that Phil or Genesis? This is Phil. It's Phil. Yeah. Okay. And you know where you could hear a song like that? Oh. On Easy Listening Channel. Oh, oh sure. you sure could. Sure. We got some Adele. You could hear her in the same spot. Oh, he-
Thank you. That's, Has uh, she come out with anything lately? Fantastic. I don't know. I think that might have been her latest hit, actually. I'm not sure. We got G-Eazy. It's just me, myself, and I. Solo ride up till I die. There's a little G-Eazy. Mostly Rex on that clip. Yeah, Jesus. We also you, got, saw, you, you saw Adele back in the day, right? I did. Yeah, on With the ben wrong Royer? night first, and then I made it to the right night. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was fun. She was good. She was really good in concert. How about Young G Easy? Count that one. What's his name? Now? Young G Easy. Young G Easy. An awesome song, but Jeez. I don't know that he can. You're not going to. Count yeah, that. If you're going to do that, you're going to go sleazy. That's too far. Okay, that's fine. All right, I'm fine with not counting it. See, I'm flexible. When it comes to rank. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. Yeah, that's me. That's how I always describe myself. Uh, I got easy <laughs> here. By oh, Sun Lux. Sun Lux. I love that song. Who doesn't? That's a, a famous one for sure. It's a good one. How go back to the 90s the, or maybe how 80s. How easy is the nap going to be for Mora and Justin today? Well, Mora, we'll see. She's already taken one <laughs> this morning during the show. So you mean her second nap of the day? That one should be great. I'm riding my scooter to Astoria, Oregon today, Brock. I will not be taking a nap. Do you take that scooter over that bridge? Oh, sure do. What? Sure do. Have you done that bridge, Salk? Yeah, I have. Bridge to the heavens? Yeah, I've done it. (laughs) I'm not going to get a nap today. i got to go pick up Larry Salk at the airport. Scary. Brock, you ever been to Wenatchee and go to Easy's Burgers? Heck yeah. That's a great one. You ever use an Easy Bake Oven? Easy. You ever use an Easy Bake Oven? Uh, you ever uh-huh. played a little craps when they'll say eight, easy eight, eight, easy eight. That's a three and a five as opposed to a four, four. Got easy street records. Yeah. Movies like the Breakfast. big easy. Earth girls are easy. Five easy pieces. Ooh. Easy a with Emma Stone. Got easy cheese. Is that going to be in your top five? Ooh, easy cheese is so good. Not in the top five, but a great, great easy Ooh. for sure. Got a little, uh, let's see what else we have. We have some Linda Ronstadt covering Buddy Holly. <laughs> like it. Surprised, actually, that um, I didn't know who that was the first time I heard it. Let me give you a little winger. Everybody knows this one, right? Since we're doing hair bands, you got to also throw in a little white snake. God, that's so bad. He sounds so much like Santa, doesn't he? Are they still performing? White Snake? No. I think they are. I mean, Coverdale is. I think. Sounds like Hagar, too. Yeah, if you were to sort of cross Robert Plant with Sammy Hagar, Can I think you see David White Snake at the Muckle Shoots at some point? Like in the. Seems like something that would have happened. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like the Sunday morning. Now, that's the Commodores, Brock. You know who the lead singer of the Commodores was? Should I shouldn't have? <laughs> I don't know. If you should was it Lionel Richie? Yes. Yeah. Wait, is that in the top five? No. What? I Great was song. honestly going to guess. Was it if Lionel Richie was the lead singer of the Commodores? Yeah. Yes. That would have been my guess. Yeah, it's a top five. I was like, uh, that gives me so wrong. You know who didn't even make the top five? Kermit. It's not easy being green. Yeah, tough. It's not an easy top five. Seems you blend in with so many Speaking other. Of which, if we ever had pass and do Elmo, we never have. have I think we? we have. Have we? I think so. Are you ready for the top five? We're uh, more than ready. We're going to get going here. Easy yeah. Monkey Tap House up in Shoreline. Oh, shout out. It's a good spot. Cross mm-hmm. North City Tavern. Number five. I got a peaceful, easy, easy 
the Eagles. The Eagles, yes, sir. Yeah. Nice job, Rock. Is it your dad a big Eagles guy? Uh, he sure is. He's going to be upset he missed this. That's number five. Number four, as we continue to go through Easy's ranked. Well, I'm Easy E. I got women galore. You may have a lot of women, but I got much more. With my super duper group coming out to shoot. Easy E, homegirls, cold knocking the boot. That might be a little, he might not even be ranked high enough. Yeah, a little bit disrespectful for that. I expected to. You might be right. Easy. I mean, like I'm willing to, as I said, very flexible. Yeah, tough ranking. go of it at the end, right? He did. Sure yes. did. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't great. Not Number great. three. Yes. More Eagles. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a first. Two Eagles in the top five. But no easy like Sunday morning. This is a trash top. Standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford. Slowing down and taking a look at me. Number two on our list of easies ranked, Brock. You know you know who this is, right? Monday crew. Jesus. Horrible. You know that's not Motley Crew. There's only one person in the world who sounds like that. And it's Axel Rose. Oh, it's the easiest pie, Brock. Come on. <laughs> I'm still not easy like Sunday morning. It's not better than <laughs> Well, you're really going to hate number one then, Maura, because it's not a song. It's not a movie, but it's my go-to order every single time at a diner. Over easy? Bacon, toast, hash browns, and two eggs. Over easy. Did you get the Dad, big you e- smell bad. Thanks, Cecily. Did you yes. get the Big Easy? I mean, did you get New Orleans? I mentioned there? the Big Easy. Yeah. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. You mentioned the Big Easy. Right. Yeah. I know how much you hate New Orleans, though, so I tried oh, to keep it out of the top perfect. five. Thank you for sure. I know it's like you consider dark. an evil place. Very dark. <laughs> I know that about you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. So there you go. That's uh, Easy's ranked. Pretty easy way to end the weekend. A little sleazy. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, Maura, be you want, safe you want to keep on that, with us or not? Be safe on that bridge today, Justin, on your scooter. Thanks, buddy. I will. Gosh. I will. So all of you are leaving me Monday? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, pretty I see much. how it is. Yeah. Well, get your nap. You're going to you get Charles early. Well, Mike Lefko and I will be here. Oh, good. Enjoy hmm. that. See if you can get some sleep between now and then. Fireworks you need to be on your A game. Stick around for Bump and Stacy. They're up next. See you guys next week. Until then, the hey. Oh, it's in the bar, Mark. See you, everybody.